time to Hustle Homes with your host, Rhonda Kay. It's here where we'll discuss anything real estate. Are you looking to add to your investment portfolio? Want to buy low, sell high? Need hard money lending, credit repair? Or would you like to mix and mingle with the hottest real estate professionals in the Philadelphia tri-state area? Play Trivia Triplex and win cool prizes and giveaways right here on Hustle and Homes. Hey there, good evening, good evening. This is uh, your host, Rhonda Kay. Welcome, welcome to today's episode of Hustle and Homes. This is our time, our space, our peace that brings you the latest insights and expert analysis on the real estate market. Whether you're a first time <clears throat> home buyer, excuse me, a seasoned investor, or just curious about the industry, we've got you covered. Join us every Tuesday and Thursday evenings, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we explore the trends, opportunities, and challenges shaping the world of real estate from buying and selling tips to market forecasts and industry news. We'll keep you informed and up to date on all things real estate. Alrighty. Also, you can interact with us if you chose to by going to our IG page and um, look for our trivia triplex question of the day for a chance to win an Amazon gift card, right? Now, once we get a little bigger and making a little more money, our gifts will increase and they'll get better. But in the meantime, we all love Amazon. During COVID, we were uh, making Amazon a multi-billion dollar industry because every day somebody in your home was ordering from Amazon. So guess what? This $50 gift card will come in handy. Alrighty. So participate with us, like, share, and um, comment. Tell us if you like the show, what you thought about the show, if it was informative, if you want more information, if you found it boring. I'm cool. I'm not going to feel offended at all. I've been doing this for a long time and sometimes it gets dry, but I do this show because I like to help our new real estate agents. As I told you guys a million times before that when I started real estate back 20 something years ago, I was scarred like nobody helped me. They threw me to the wolves and I actually had to pay a real estate agent an experienced really real estate agent $250 which was a lot of money back then $250 to go with me on my first two or three closings now let me actually let me tell you something I did that on my own no one advised me but I was scared to death right and I did not want to appear that I didn't know what I was doing because I didn't know what I was doing once I got my license I started getting transactions fast because my family and friends we're like, oh, you got your license? Okay, well, help me find this. I want this. I want that. And so I was like, okay, of course, right? But deep down inside, I was nervous. I didn't know what I was doing. That HUD sheet, I had no idea what it was. I was looking at all those numbers like, what? I'm not even good in math, but I know real estate math. There's nine different ways to solve a real estate math problem. And I learned them all. But let me tell you something. I was nervous. It's like three, three four pages on a HUD sheet. And I was like, what is this? And how do I explain it? No one gave me that. So I do this show so that I can help the new real estate agent out there. And I make it very elementary. I'm not, you know, using college terms. I'm talking to you as if you was my sister, my friend on the street. I'm keeping it so down to earth because I need you to get this. You can do this. 
you have to, you know, just get your mind right. Right. So that's what this show is about. I also talk to our experienced investors, new home buyers, experienced home buyers, um, sellers that's looking to sell their home and move. We talk about things like um, how to spot up and coming properties, how to spot good properties in up and coming neighborhoods. So like if you're an investor and you want to invest your money into a neighborhood, but you're not sure if it's an up-and-coming neighborhood or if you're going to get a good ROI, return on investment. I go over stuff like that. So that's what the purpose of the show is. And today we are going to, um, today we are going to discuss, what are we talking about today? Today I'm going to focus on my new agents um, because I think the last show I kind of, um, the last show I, I talked to my investors, actually, no, the last show we, we talked about listing appointments and how to show up prepared. The show before that, we talked to investors. So today I'm going to talk to the agents again, the new agents, or some of you agents that, you know, have been in the game three, four years and you still need some help. Um, but I'm going to help you with uh, prior to rising uh, task and setting daily weekly goals all right so today we're going to actually um, focus on time management and organization tips for new real estate agents all right so that's what's on the menu today i'm gonna throw in some um some freebies as far as some real estate gossip you know we're gonna make this a little bit of fun we're gonna have some fun with some trivia triplex and um then get you guys on your way so um what do I always tell you? Get your pen, your pad, get your cozy socks, your blanket, get you a smooth drink and relax. If you're driving and you're in the car for the next 30, 45 minutes, you know, hopefully you'll keep me on and you can learn something as you travel to your next destination. And um, that's it. So um, I'm give you guys a few seconds to go get your tools and come back and we're going to get right into this. Alrighty. Okay. See you in a few. Okay, everybody, I hope you got your tools together. Let's get started and um, dive right into this information um, that I wanted to share with you guys today. Uh, we're going to focus on time management and organization tips for new real estate agents, okay? So I actually, while we went on our little break, I had a little flashback and I need to vent for a second. But I just want to say, and I can't use the company name, but I had a flashback back while I was in the kitchen. I ran in the kitchen to get something to drink. And I was thinking to myself, wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold up. How dare that company, and I can't say their name, how dare you take an innocent, innocent soul, okay, make all of these promises. And yes, this is 20 years ago but it's still in me and i refuse to let somebody else go through this but how do you take an innocent young girl an innocent soul promise them all these things all the bells and whistles get them to sign their real estate license to your company and then you don't help them and you're 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 a high chain name brand company and you don't help them 
and you know they're going to settlement soon i was a good agent in the beginning and i still am but in the beginning let me tell y'all something i did very well i had i came in the door with transactions i came in the door so you know i didn't know what i was doing how dare you just throw me out there to those people so my first let me just give y'all this and this is why i'm so passionate about this show my first a real estate transaction right it was with a friend it was this guy his name was will he kind of liked me a little bit i used to work at jefferson hospital and one day i was getting off work i was walking down the street and i had on like a little cute little mini dress and he said oh my gosh you got some beautiful legs and when i looked up to see who it was he was really cute so i was like oh wow thank you and so the conversation started like that and so when he was talking to me i was working full-time at jefferson hospital in philly and he was like so you know as you start talking they said like what you do for a living okay you work here blah 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 and i'm like yeah but i'm a real estate agent just got my license whatever and he was like really i got two properties can you sell them for me now back then the two properties together total five hundred thousand dollars together right so it's like he was selling them for like 250 a piece and that was a lot back then that's a lot now but that was really a lot back then like we're talking like 2006 right so I was like, okay, cool. So I had to, of course, pretend I knew what I was doing. Right? So I didn't know the, the beginning steps, was, which was like getting to sign my, um, my broker agreement and then get him to sign the consumer notice because you have to have a consumer notice with every transaction and you need to explain to them what your role is, right? So I had him sign that. I had him sign the business agreement and then I had him sign the agreement to sell. So I knew my forms. My forms was fine. So we went through, of course, the inspections and stuff like that, and then time for coming to settlement. And guess what? The the listing agent sitting across the table, he smelled my fear. He looked in my face, and he could tell I was scared to death. Scared to death. But here's the deal. I was smart. I was a smart young girl, okay? Because what I did was I went to a more experienced real estate agent and seasoned agent in the office and I asked her to go with me on my first transaction and you know that chick had the nerve to charge me $250 to go and I'm like really really not only did I join this company but I joined up under you so when I make money you're gonna make money really chick really I'm like what so she charged me $250 now back then when you're a new real estate agent you're trying to calculate okay that's $250 less but okay it's worth it because I don't want to blow this deal so she went with me but the agent across the table knew I was Rhonda okay because I was very heavy in marketing so he knew I was Rhonda and he knew he knew 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 I was nervous so he started you know throwing all these little things at me and the girl that I took with me was sitting over in a corner and I'm like if you don't get your behind over here and help me she was really just there I guess I guess she thought I'm just going to go in case something goes wrong but I'm not going to say anything no I needed you to say something <laughs> I needed you to get over here and I needed you to help me with uh, going over these these um, these these formulas right and these charges and this agent over here is talking stuff to me and I need you to jump in you my wingman you my you're my pit bull I'm going to take my money back I was so pissed y'all I was pissed so anyway he started saying stuff to me and I'm looking at him and I'm trying to calculate in my head what the hell does that mean and 
I looked at her and I gave her a look like if you don't open your mouth and say something, it's about to be something. And when she saw the look on my face, she jumped in and she started helping, right? I'm like, yo, you're asking me for $250. You better help me. So once she, you know, once she jumped in, because there was an issue with um, utilities or, or something because it was an as-is purchase and the agreement was that the buyer, um, the buyer, um, uh, pay some of those um liens and his agent was trying knew i was new so he was trying to use this fancy term or you know some real estate lingo to intimidate me into getting those charges you know put back on my um my seller and um she jumped in and was like oh no 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 that wasn't the agreement and blah 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 blah, blah. so we had to pull out the contract over everything and fine but my point is they can sniff you out and tell that you are a newbie. So you need to go prepare. And I'm not trying to scare you to death, but let me tell you something. If you want me to go into a settlement with you, DM me on Instagram. I'll go into a settlement with you and I won't charge you $250. No, I won't. I will charge you something, but it won't be $250. I can guarantee you that. Why would I do that to you? You knew. So anyway, um... I had a flashback and I needed to vent, but that is not today's topic. All right, y'all. Today's topic is time management and organization tips for new real estate agents. So the first thing we're going to um, talk about is prioritizing tasks and setting daily weekly goals. That is what you need to do. Now, when you're in real estate school, they're going to or when you actually join your first company, what they should do is go over this with you to help you organize your time because not all real estate agents jump out there and are full-time some have to do part-time because you're not making money in your first year i mean keep it real yeah your parents or your friends and family might give you a deal but that's not going to last a year that check might be about five six thousand dollars so it's not going to last a year but if you manage your money and you manage your time i can show you how to get around all this stuff here so prioritize tasks and set daily weekly goals now for a new agent that is going to be critical to your career because if you are working a full-time job right and let's say you work seven to three and then you get off at three i'm gonna give you 30 minutes to get home get home um 3 30 to 4 30 all right get immediately on this if this is what you're going to be doing and you want this uh real estate career to flip and be your full-time job right and then maybe you can work at the hospital or the uh restaurant part-time you know just for extra change or whatever or just to waste time but once you get into real estate full-time you're not going to have time for that so right now we're speaking to the agents that are new that has a full-time job so you let's say your schedule is seven to three or eight to four or nine to five right so when you get off home when you get i'm gonna give you 30 minutes to get home right so so you get home you get off at three you're home at 3 30 you get off at four you're home at 4 30 you get off at five you're, you're home at 5 30. get on your computer immediately and start checking your emails start returning phone calls now you can text text people text your returns um your, your uh respond course your correspondence res respond open your emails and and if you if you have messages there or if you if you have a request to show a property or something respond immediately now if you're at work and you get like a text or phone call on your break call these people back and say hey i can show you x y and z on saturday whatever but anyway time management is is major all right so you want to write um go to a word document and you want to put down you know your time 
And and this for the new agents because once you're experienced in this, you got it. So you you're going to be you know diligent and you're going to be focused and you're going to stay on on task because you know because an experienced agent know what the benefits are. So a new agent that's new at this really don't until they get their first check. And when you get your first check, you'd be like, what? Okay, all right. Let me let me be serious. Let me get serious. So you want to get a word document and you want to write down the times. So. Four to five, you want to be opening emails, returning phone calls, returning um, emails, setting um, showing appointments. All right. So that's what you want to do. And then you want to do it on a weekly basis. Okay. Um, then after you open your emails, return phone calls, schedule showings, then you want to um, schedule a uh, time for marketing. Every day you need to put your name out there. Every day you need to. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to keep it so 100 with y'all. So you don't have to, you know, uh, all that stuff they taught me. Get out of here with that. Listen, we have social media now. We have texting now. So you don't have to sit there and write out all these letters and mail them. Most people don't even open their mail. I don't. If you can see the room I'm sitting in right now, I'm surrounded around mail that I'm not opening. All right, I open bills. All right, that I have to open. I'm not opening all that other stuff. Like, what do you want? So, um, so go through um, your, get your marketing on point. So create your Facebook, your Instagram, your LinkedIn. All right, and start posting DIYs. Okay, do it yourself. Um, do it yourself. Post articles okay you can google real estate articles to post they're there you can you can sign up with different companies that might charge a small fee but they will post on your social media for you you have to build your presence if you want to do well so um set up a email to go out every week start creating this is what i did okay and i did this and i created a um, real estate database pretty pretty quickly so what I did was in my early um, real estate years I started promoting real estate I mean I'm sorry rentals right and so I would uh, create ads on Craigslist nowadays Craigslist might not be that great because it's a lot of scamming but this is what I did so you can substitute this with social media but what I did was I marketed um, rentals and then once the people you know inquired about the rentals and they sent their email address i just added their email address to my database and i started marketing to those people every freaking week i did the same with investors and that's how my cash uh investors list grew to over 150 in about six months right so i started you know advertising to those guys i started advertising to renters and I was advertising to renters, rentals. And then after they reached out to me and wanted, you know, help finding a rental, I started marketing to them. Get your credit right. You know, get, um, buy a new home. It's not that hard, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. That's how you build your database. So what you do is when you're prioritizing your task and setting daily and weekly goals, you should email those people all right so what did we just go over we went over responding to emails returning phone calls and texts and setting real estate showings all right in the first 
30, 45 minutes after you got off work. The next half hour to 45 minutes, you are going to do what? What did we just talk about? And I forgot just that quick. I have a short term memory, <laughs> but we're going to um, post on social media. Craigslist, if you want to do Craigslist, you know, so make sure that you post a DIY every day and then make sure every week you send an email <clears throat> out to your renters and your investors. All right. That's what you want to do. And that's how you build and get your name out there. That's what I did and it worked. Let me tell you a little story. So I, yes, I did all of these things I'm telling y'all, right? So my investors list grew and grew and grew and grew. And one day I was with that firm I was telling you about that did not help me. Um, and what happened was I had a settlement, right? So, you know, back then, 2007, 2008, I did good right around that real estate crash. I was doing great. So one day it was in the summer. I was looking forward to um, a day off, right? So by now, I'm working full-time in the real estate industry. And so I just had a settlement. Let's just say it was a Wednesday. I believe it really was a Wednesday. I had a settlement. So I walked away with a little settlement check for probably a couple thousand dollars. No, not even a couple. It was probably about seven or eight thousand dollars back then. That was a lot, right? So... I got up that morning. It was a beautiful sun, summer su summer day, probably 90 degrees outside. I put on my little Daisy Dukes. I probably show my age because um, Daisy Dukes back then was short shorts. And I, you know, I'm built pretty slim. So, you know, I could do that. And I had on my little short shorts and I had on like my little wife beater tank top and my flip flops, my nair, my, my hair, my nails and my feet was done. And so one of my favorite malls in city in the city of uh, in the Pennsylvania area is the King of Pressure Mall. So I went to the bank, I pulled out some cash and I went to the mall and I just I was by myself and I wanted to just walk through the mall and I window shopped and some stuff I purchased and I had extra um, extra dollars so I could buy, I could splurge a little bit. I took myself to lunch and this and that and then all of a sudden ring, ring my phone. And I'm like, why is my office calling? So I'm like, what? Like, I'm, you, I'm cussing the phone out before I even answered. I'm like, what? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What? 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 I'm off. Why y'all calling me? So I answered and it was the uh, off. It was the owner of the company. And she was like, Rhonda, where are you? And I'm like, um, out. And she was like, why? She was like, what do you mean you're out? It's my day off. What do you mean? Why am I out? It's my day off. So in real estate, you could take off any day you want. So she didn't know that I was off. She probably was expecting me to come in the office. But that day I picked it to be off. And so she was like, where are you? I said, I'm at the King of Pressure Mall. I'm hanging out. So she was like, oh, okay, well, I need you to get to the office real fast. I'm like, why? She was like, because someone's here to see you. Who? I said, she said, it's some and one of your investors. And I said, oh, okay. She said, and they don't want to work with anybody else. So when she said that, I said, oh, so what you tried? So what, wait a minute, you was going to steal my client? What do you mean they don't want to work with nobody else? Did you ask? Like what? She was like, no, they specifically said they wanted to work with you and they are not going to work with anybody else and she flew in from guess where y'all guess where nevada las 
what do you call it? Las Vegas, Las Vegas. She flew in from Las Vegas and she only wanted to work with me. And I'm like, what? So, so the owner was like, what do you have on? And I said, I have on shorts and a tank top. She was like, well, get here. She said, you are not the same size. You could throw on one of my dresses, but I need you to get here. So I was like, what's well, going to take me about 45 minutes? She said, okay. I told her to go get lunch. And by the time she get back, you'll be here. So she said, come here immediately. So I'm like, all right, cool. So now I'm like running through the mall, trying to get to my car to get to the office. So I get to the office. I threw on one of her ugly dresses. It was like this flower print. It was horrible. So I threw it on. And then um, we just happened to fit the same size shoes, eight and a half. I was like, yo. So I put on her ugly shoes. And the lady showed up. And she was like, hi, Rhonda. And I'm like, hi. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't know you. Who are you? And she was like, my name is Nico. And I'm like, Nico. And she was like, yeah. She said, um, I'm one of your investors. I'm on your investors list. Guess what, y'all? She said, I flew in from Vegas and I only wanted to work with you because you are the only real estate agent that is consistent. I get all your emails every week and I work with an investor with a lot of money and they want to put in an offer for 60 properties. I'm here for two days and I want to put an offer in on all 60 properties and I only want to do it with you. And my mouth fell to the floor and my owner um, of the company was standing there with me and she was like, oh my God. Now, mind you, by the time I got to the office, it was probably late in the afternoon. So I was there till four o'clock in the morning putting in 60 offers. Yes, I was. The lady would not work with anybody else. She only wanted to work with me. Where do you think that put me in the office? I instantly became a top producer, right? So me and the owner stayed in the office and she um, helped me put these offers in. Now, mind you, she was getting a cut because, you know, it was a 70-30 split back then. But how about after all of these transactions closed, she still took another chunk. Mm, I was pissed. But anyway, that's another story. That's why I'm not with them anymore. So anyway, um, so we put the 60 offers in. Out of the 60, 20 was accepted. So that's still good, right? So I had 20 settlements in about... A two-month period 20 settlements so I say all that to say I hope that motivated you I hope that inspired you because it's a true story and it happened to me and I'm gonna tell you right now if you are consistent it will happen to you all right so that was number one prioritizing tasks and setting daily weekly goals all right Next, use a calendar to schedule appointments and deadlines. You have to do that. So once you have a transaction and you have your, your transaction, if you have the buyer or the seller and you have your uh, executed agreement and now you have a date to put on your calendar for closing, you better do that because I'm going to tell you something. I'm experienced. I still do it, but I did mess up last month. I had so many settlements. I forgot to put one of the settlements on the, on the calendar and it popped up on my phone because my work is connected to my Google calendar and it popped up on my phone. I ran to my, my calendar in my office and I was like, it's not on my calendar. So I had to move around stuff that day so that I could attend that settlement. That, that was a good problem, right? So you want to use a calendar calendar to schedule appointments and deadlines. All right. Create a system for tracking leads and follow-ups. What did I just tell y'all? Okay. I created a, 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 a list for all renters. I created a list for all investors. And look how it worked for me, right? So you want to collect your email addresses. So if you're if you're promoting on social media, create a landing page. Stop being cheap. Go to GoDaddy.com. Pay for a freaking 
landing page, okay, or go to Fiverr, and those guys are much cheaper, um, and create a landing page. And that landing page is going to help you. It's just a page. It's just a digital page. It may have your picture, your, your real estate contact information. And it's going to have a box where it says, leave your name, your address, and what you're looking for. So you could create that landing page for renters. You could create that landing page for investors. And then you will um, leave a spot for name, e yeah, name email addresses and what they're looking for now you can put optional for the phone number but most of them will not give you their number because they don't want you calling them every five minutes all right but if you put the telephone box there also state that we will text and not call uh, and, and get their permission to call and text because if if they are on the do not call list or do not text list and you call in the text and you could get fined so what I do with my landing pages, I don't even put a phone number option there because I don't want to mess with anybody. But the same thing goes for emails. You can't send out, you have to get their permission to email them. All right. And that's a whole nother story. I'll go over that later. Um, anyway, there, when you create the, uh, when you create the, uh, landing page, if you go through GoDaddy, they actually have to agree to be emailed. So it's a little, um, disclosure there and they would have to click on that and say yes it's okay to email me um updates and stuff like that so that will cover you all right next automate uh repetitive tasks with technology so it's a whole lot of high-tech technology out there where they call tickers so you can um get um some software and i'm gonna go over you know next show i'm gonna go over all the softwares that you can download and um uh, maybe purchase a, a subscription for it that's going to help you stay organized I, I don't have time to do that today but we're going to we're going to have a show just on that all right minimize distractions during work hours what does that mean stay off social no back up you're on social mo social media to post not to scroll all right so delegate um minimize distractions during work hours turn off your cell phone turn off your television i haven't had my television on in four days it's so much going on in the city of philadelphia right now i don't even want to see that bad news i have not had my television on and when i do turn my television on guess what i watch i turn on youtube i listen to a meditation um i might listen to a spiritual a bible verse or something like that during the mornings normally in the mornings but the rest of the day i am i am watching um I'm I'm looking at celebrity homes. I'm looking at uh, HGTV. I'm looking at stuff like that that's going to help my career. I don't have time for that nonsense and what's going on on social media and who don't like who and all of the condolences. I ain't got time for that. I don't need that in my spirit. And and I'm sorry if you know I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but if someone lost someone, I apologize. But um, I try to minimize my time on social media for social reasons if it's not about posting real estate and, and promoting myself. So, you know, pick your poison. All right. Next, delegate tasks to support staff or team members. So I have a team under me in my office and my team I work with. I work right now. I work for Keller Williams. I had my own brokerage. But I shut it down last year because um, there was a, a horrific tragedy in my office. And I don't 
um, I needed a mental break. So I shut it down and that's a long story, but I'm going to reopen it right now. I just need a break from all them bills and I want somebody else to do the work. So right now I'm working under Keller Williams, Philadelphia. So, and I'm not ashamed to tell that story at all because I'm good at what I do and, um, I have the resources to reopen. I just chose not to right now. So, um, delegate tasks to support staff and team members. So I am a team lead. I'm a, I'm a team lead at KW. I have my own team of agents that work under me. If you are a new agent and you're interested, look me up. And, um, what I do is I try to have weekly staff check-ins and meetings so that I can, um, be aware of what they are doing. Um, I even help agents that's not in my office, y'all. They come to me and I'm like, your broker is supposed to be helping you. But I help because I don't want anybody to go through what I went through. As you can see, I'm still scarred. I'm still scarred. So delegate tasks to staff to support staff and or team members. If you have a team under you, which you probably don't if you're a newbie, but if you are a seasoned agent and you're listening and you have a staff under you, you know you got to stay in touch, right? So I was with this other office out in Atlanta. I'm not naming them either because I don't want them to actually hear this or somebody hear this and then get me in trouble and sue me or whatever. But the only time I would hear from that company is when it was time to pay my dues. So when the guy rudely texted me, oh, your your, your um, subscription is due, guess what he got? That ghetto side of me. I said, why do I only hear from you when it's time to pay a bill? You don't send any incentives. You don't check to see how I'm doing. Nothing. Okay? And he got mad at me. And he said, you know what? I'm going to send your license back to the state of Georgia. And I said, thank you. Okay? Because I don't need you. You need me. Anyway. Um, so stay in touch with your staff. Um, if you have a accountability partner, check in with them, make sure they're okay. And they may be checking in to make sure you okay. But you know, if you have, um, someone that you are shadowing, stay close to them because they're going to help you. Right. All right. Keep a detailed to-do list and regularly review progress. So, um, to-do lists are good. It's kind of like what, um, our first, uh, our first uh, goal task and set daily weekly goals right so um keep a daily to-do list and regularly review progress so you want to write down the people that you need to get back to in a few days that hasn't haven't made a decision with um on whether or not they're going to rent or buy or sell with you um so write down to-do lists, write down um, what you have to do tomorrow involving real estate and actually, you know, what your everyday life so that, you know, your everyday life don't don't overflow into your real estate time. You want to be careful. Avoid multitasking and focus on one task at a time. What I just say. So you don't want to um, overload your uh, schedule so that um, we know life happens and we know that. There are things that you have to do, like you have to work and there are responsibilities that you have to attend to if you have kids, if you go to school, stuff like that. So you want to make sure that when you when you schedule your real estate duties, um, that you treat it like a job and don't say, oh, well, I could get to it later because you don't have a supervisor. Because guess what? It's going to affect it's going to affect and reflect in your pocket, in your bank account. So I'm going to just leave that there. Set aside designated time for administrative tasks. We just went over that. Um, continuously evaluate and adjust your schedule to maximize pro productivity. I just talked about that. So if you wrote down these things and you listen to me, listen. 
it's free to listen to the show. Some of the topics here, I think it's a subscription on here sometimes, but guess what? It's $4.99. I basically took it off because I don't mind helping you guys. And um, I want you to get this. I want you to get this. I want you to um, like this field you've chosen and spent all that money on. That test was not easy. It took me nine times to pass that real estate test 20 years ago. It was then. Now, can you imagine how hard it is? So once you pass it, you don't ever want it to expire. You got five years. You got to keep that thing active for five years. Even if you even if you hang it inactive, still pay your fees so that you don't have to start school and take that state exam again. That's not that's not easy. Are you kidding me? I know a a, a broker who had been in the field of real estate 30 years. He was a real estate agent, a realtor for 30 years and decided to get his broker exam. And it took him 20 times to pass the broker exam. Like, <laughs> anybody that sat for that exam, y'all know what I'm talking about. And for the ones that took it the first time and passed it, those are the ones that said, oh, I passed it the first time. Oh, I passed it the first time. So, I bet you, you ain't in the field no more either. I have a niece, love her to death. She passed it on the second time. Guess what she doing now? She a nurse. Get out of here. I don't have time for y'all. All right, so... That's uh, that's my tips for today, and I want you guys to um, ponder on everything that I said. If you did not write this stuff down, go back and listen to the show again, and um, you know, use it, use it where you need it, and then you know what, pay it forward, and teach somebody that's coming behind you. Alrighty. Right now for your chance to win. It's time to play Trivia Triplex. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! On hustling home. Alrighty, y'all. Let me know if you know the answer to this question. What is the difference between a real estate agent and a realtor? There is a difference. It's a difference. It's like one have their associate's degree and the other have their bachelor's degree and the broker license is the master's okay go to our ig page post your answer and um enter for a chance to win a 50 dollar amazon gift card you never know you might need it one day we love amazon right we love amazon so it's time for celebrity gossip let's see whose business we can get into today <laughs> Y'all know I love, 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 love um, investigating these celebrities. I want to see what they're spending their money on, right? I'm jealous. Yep, I don't care. Call me a hater. So, I don't care. I want to see what they're doing with their money. And, you know, give me some ideas so that I can do it on a lower scale, right? Alright, how about, y'all remember that guy named Exhibit? He used to be the host of one of those shows. I know he's a rapper. But he used to be the host of one of those, um, oh, I forgot the name of those shows, but it was like a dance show, I think, or video or something like that. Anyway, his real name is Alvin Nathaniel Joyner, professionally known as Exhibit. He is hoping to find a new owner for his posh place in the Los Angeles suburbs of Porter Ranch. The swanky home was recently listed for $3,850,000, okay? So he purchased it um, in 2017. It's 5,710 square feet. And it's, um, mm, oh, he, you know what? He, he purchased it in 2017. 
it's 5,710 square feet and he he purchased it for two million four hundred and thirty six thousand and he's only asking for three eight three million eight hundred and fifty that's not bad that's actually not bad the home was initially listed in July 2022 for three million nine hundred and ninety five okay they go the difference and then he lowered it and actually it's really nice if you um, if you go to your Google um you can pull it up but you know what i'm gonna start doing for you guys when i tell you the celebrity stuff i'm gonna post it on uh social media so that you can see for yourself all right and you don't have to do the work i'll do the work for you all righty um who else um uh, retired uh hockey star bobby hulk drops the price on his wyoming home to 17.575 million all righty uh the former national hockey league center has slashed the price on his mountain home and um horse barn in jackson wyoming from 22 million to 17550 wow not not bad it's really really nice i wouldn't live there because it reminds me of country styling like everything is wood like cabin style i'll say that cabin style not bad not bad but you know what you're gonna do right um how about Helen Mira? She is slicing the price on her Hollywood estate. Um, and she just relisted actually her property. So it must have been listed uh, before. I guess in 2021 it was listed. And they want $16,995,000. The couple had initially put it on the market for eighteen five dollars in 2021. And the expansive property um, can also be rented for $39,995 a month. I'm not paying that much in the rental. I'm just not doing it. What y'all doing? What y'all doing? I'm not doing it. Nope, I'm not doing it. Get out of here. So Senator Warnock, he just bought a new home in Washington, D.C. for a whopping $1,149,000 thousand dollars okay warnock made history in 2020 when he became the first black senator from georgia doing so in a special election that went uh to a runoff y'all remember that um he repeated his defeat in 2022 beating herschel walker in another runoff and securing a full six-year term in congress all righty his new capital digs are modest by some standards, but beautifully renovated. The 1,780 square foot home includes four bedrooms and three and a half baths arranged across about 100 and I think I just said that 107, I'm sorry, 1,780 square feet. This place is nice. This place is really nice. Um, now this one I would definitely live in. And I'm going to uh, post a picture so you guys can see. Because if you're anything like me, I just I just want to see how they're living and what they're spending their, life, their money on. And then I just sit back and imagine that it's me. But I make sure it's one of the houses that I actually like. I ain't going to waste my thoughts on something that looks like a cabin. But I mean, you know... <laughs> I ain't hating, I'm just saying, you know, that's just not going to be what I do. But yes, yeah, Senator Warnock home is pretty fly. I'm feeling that one. Alrighty, y'all.
that's my time I will um, check in with you guys later this week um, as I always say keep your mind right peace and love and happiness um, you know keep your head on the swivel if you're in the Philadelphia tri-state area it's very important that you pay attention to your surroundings do right by others make somebody happy today um, do something for somebody that can't repay you how about that and then I'll um, check in with you guys a little later 6 p.m. Um, be good and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon you were just hustled by Rhonda K. Tune in Tuesday and Thursdays, 6 p.m. Eastern.